Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, guys, the Utah Jazz got a nice win tonight against the Oklahoma City Thunder. For some reason, the live stream didn't allow me to change the thumbnail, so it's an old-school upload tonight. But let's talk about the Jazz. It's the Hoops Nerd Show. All right, guys, so typically I do these live and I'll do this live next time. For some reason, YouTube just implemented a new rule that I can't upload uh, a separate new thumbnail within 24 hours of my last video. I've been streaming and going live and doing videos too much, apparently. So anyways, that's why this is uh, an upload, but we'll do live next time. I'm going to be for Thanksgiving. I'm going to be at the in-laws house eating uh, turkey dinner there, and then I'll probably go live for the next game. Um, either from my phone or from my laptop with, you know, my yearly Thanksgiving live stream that uh, honestly started the live live streams a year or two ago. It was really what inspired me to do all of this. But anyways, so anyways, that's why it was tonight. Uh, tonight, let's just talk a little bit about the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, Josh Giddy is becoming one of my favorite players to watch. He is turning out to be a really nice player for the Oklahoma City Thunder. He has kind of all the tools that you want in a star, you know, and, and it's why they part of why the Oklahoma city thunder drafted him. He is big. It just has lots of size and you just can't teach size. And the thing that's nice is that he uses it well. And the probably his biggest skill is that passing ability. He sees the floor incredibly well. He's at an Oklahoma city thunder team that is giving him all the opportunities to grow. And he's turning out really nice tonight. Josh Giddy against the Utah jazz who, uh, if we're being honest, was not trying all that hard. and But regardless, Rudy Gobert was on the floor and at times played really well. But 8 for 15 from the field tonight, 3 for 4 from 3. That included kind of a prayer uh, at the end of, I can't remember if it was the first or second quarter, but 3 for 4 from 3 from Giddy, 8 assists, 19 points. He was even in a, in a close loss. I just can't say how... I can't say enough how impressed I how impressed I am with Josh Giddy. He is fantastic. And then you combine that with Lou Dort, who was eight for nineteen from the field, five for twelve from three, six for eight from the free throw line, twenty-seven points for Lou Dort. What an absolute monster. That guy is an absolute stud. Uh Really, that's all you, I mean, Pokachevsky, Poku, uh, I don't know what's going to happen with that guy. But the story of this team is Dort and Giddy, and they didn't even have SGA tonight, and they gave it to the Jazz. And you know what? If you're an OKC Thunder fan, you got to be excited. I know you're not winning a lot of games this year, but they are putting pieces on the floor that are going to develop and be really good for years to come. Likely the, the Thunder want, uh, to lose a lot of games this year, but a night like tonight is absolutely perfect because what you got is development of your young players and you can you can see what they can do and you still lost the game, so you're going to get a nice pick this year. Like, if all the nights like end up like tonight for the Oklahoma City Thunder, they've got to be ecstatic because you can just let your players develop. You can 
uh, see what you've got. And then next year you get another draft pick and you just roll. And so next year, you know, if Giddy can turn into an average three-point shooter and combine that with his ability to play make, uh, pass the ball, his size, his vision, you've got yourself a really nice team. I, I mean, honestly, can you imagine if they get Chet Holmgren with this team and you combine that with with Giddy and SGA? I mean, there's a lot to be excited about if you're going to OKC Thunder fan so congrats to thunder fans you've got some nice young pieces all right let's talk a little bit about the jazz we're not going to talk long tonight because it's thanksgiving eve and i've got a cheesecake i've got to go make but you know rudy gobert is a stud i felt like he could have contested a few more shots but what's always fun or what's always funny is when you go look at rudy gobert's like stat line tonight 15.17 rebounds five blocks just a monster absolutely uh led the team with a plus 13 he's just an absolute monster but I just wanted to talk quickly about one guy that's going to receive a lot of, of annoying hate on Twitter like he always does. And people are going to say things like Chucker. And honestly, we're not going to say that on, on the Hoops Nerd channel because the Hoops Nerds on this channel understand what Donovan Mitchell does. And what he did is opened everything up for everyone else. So I wrote the recap tonight on SLC Dunk. Please go read that if you haven't already. Uh Donovan Mitchell tonight was one for seven from three. And at first glance, everyone who looks at that is going to say, oh, you know, it's one of those inefficient nights for Donovan Mitchell. He just was not hitting shots or probably taking bad shots. Well, guess what? I went and watched every single one again. Three of those seven threes were contested bailout threes at the end of a shot clock. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to rag on Mitchell for going, uh, one for seven from three. Donovan Mitchell also tonight, go watch the game again. But every single time he got caught in isolation with, with Lou Dort, he passed out of it. He moved the ball to get someone a better shot. You know what else I went and watched tonight? I watched every single Mike Conley field goal attempt. Again, go watch it. It's on, on, uh, on YouTube. Go to the box score and go click on the field goal attempts for Mike Conley. Go watch every single one. You know what you will find? Not a single field goal attempt. Mike Conley was guarded by Lou Dort, their best defender. One of the best defenders in the NBA. Absolutely a monster. Not a single one defended by Lou Dort. You know what Mike Conley's line tonight was? 6 for 12 from the field, 4 for 10 from 3, and he was 100% from the free throw line. He had a 50-40-100 line tonight. 18 points for Mike Conley on incredible efficiency. Now, you've got to give credit to Mike, Mike Conley for hitting those shots. 100%. Because Mitchell opened things up, and then having Mike Conley on the floor allows that efficiency to happen. But do you think he's that efficient if he's being guarded by Lou Dort? No. No, he doesn't. I promise you he won't be. Absolutely not. Not even close. So do you think having Donovan Mitchell on the floor helps him out? Absolutely. So before anyone goes online and says anything uh, ignorant about Donovan Mitchell, make sure you go watch the field goal attempts for Mike Conley and what Donovan Mitchell opened up for him. Now, there were a couple threes that Donovan Mitchell missed that he typically makes. And for whatever reason, his three-point shot hasn't been quite there this year. Is it the new Wilson basketball? Maybe. But what, for whatever reason, it's not quite there. But when three of them are contested and you're being guarded by Lou Dort all night... It's not going to be the same, and it opened things up for everyone else. By the way, the other guy who benefits from that, Boyan Bogdanovich, 6 for 12 from the field. 19 points for Boyan, 5 rebounds, 1 assist. 
You think it doesn't, you think it's not helping those guys out to have Donovan Mitchell take the brunt of the offense? That's part of what Donovan Mitchell's doing. And the thing that is hard for me is that Donovan Mitchell is in a shared system where it's a move the ball around. We call it the blender. I don't like the blender, but that's what the Jazz have. They have a blender and the ball moves and people attack at the 45 degree angle, whatever you want to call it. And they're trying to create advantage basketball by getting an open shot. So attack, kick it out to another player who will then attack and either take the shot or kick it out to another player. Now, at some point during that blender, someone's either getting an open three or an open lane to the hoop or some sort of good shot. That is all started by Donovan Mitchell. And so he's driving to the to the hoop, creating gravity, opening things up for other people. He's averaging just under five assists for the season. Tonight, Donovan Mitchell had uh, five assists. Um, but it's not a system that is completely designed to get Mitchell his points. It's a shared system. So Donovan Mitchell is in this, you know, shared system where everyone has equal opportunity, but he is the one that gets the biggest defender every night. While so and so he'll drive on Lou Dor in a pick and roll and either lob to Rudy or pass it out to corner threes. And and there were a couple plays like that from Mitchell tonight that were beautiful. But the thing is, is that it's it's a shared system, but not all defenders are created equal. So if it's shared and Donovan Mitchell's getting bar guarded by Lou Dort, and by the way, OKC was mirroring Donovan Mitchell's minutes tonight completely. When Donovan Mitchell was off the floor, they rested Lou Dort. When Donovan Mitchell came in, they brought Lou Dort back in to guard him. And that's all he did tonight, Lou Dort, guard Donovan Mitchell. By the way, Donovan Lou Dort is just incredible. The fact that he can play that kind of defense on Mitchell and then still put up 27, he's a cyborg. That guy, I would give a lot of picks to go get that guy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And he's playoff proven, too, by the way. I mean, that guy is unbelievable. But anyways, in a shared system, Donovan Mitchell's getting the toughest defender all night long, while Conley and, and, and Bogdanovich, second and third options, are not. And so, you know, when we see like Donovan Mitchell last game go like five for 20 and people online and on podcasts will say it was not efficient and blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? He's getting the most difficult assignment every night and he's kicking it out. And it's not a system that's designed to just come back to Donovan and get him a better shot. It's just a shared opportunity. And so other guys are getting an easier defender in isolation a lot of the time and and scoring. You know, and so that's why you're seeing some of these things. Now, if that gets the Jazz a title, great. But there are things that you're seeing that are making me nervous. For one, the Jazz defense and the Jazz defensive rebounding is just not there. It's just another night where that wasn't there. Now, there's two reasons for that. One, the Jazz are coasting because they know that the playoffs are what matter most. And to some extent, I can excuse that. But at the same time, the Jazz haven't proven anything. You know? Like, what have the Jazz proven? They've won, like, two playoff series. They've never gotten past the second round with this core. You know? So, if they're just coasting, I don't know if I like that because, guess what? You haven't really proven anything. I don't know if you're a team that really has merited just the coasting type of play. You know? The other thing, and it's a little scarier, is that the Jazz are just getting too old. And they can't guard. And at that point, it's really nerve-wracking.
because guess what? I think the Jazz are really trying to get Donovan Mitchell some reps as a playmaker and and getting him some experience doing that, and they're experimenting with some things. I think so. But does it matter if everyone else is old? You know, that's the worst case scenario for this team is if if Donovan Mitchell uh, gets to the you know, gets to that next level as a playmaker, but then, you know, other players around him are degrading because of age. I mean, that's scary. So the Jazz really need to watch games like this and say, okay, what is the what is the thing that's going to take this Jazz team over the top? Is it going to be, uh, you know, Donovan Mitchell developing and, and keeping Mike Conley healthy? That seems kind of like what the Jazz are doing, and that seems like their mindset. But I am really worried that if the Jazz don't make some sort of move in the in the tra uh, trade deadline to enhance Donovan Mitchell's strengths on offense, while or at the very least improve the Jazz defense and defensive rebounding, it may not matter. So we'll see. I will say it's a good win to the, it's a good win for the Jazz tonight. I'm glad they won, uh, obviously. But there are some things that I personally am a little nervous about. We'll see. But a win's a win, so you'll take it. Now, before we go, we give a shout out to these guys, the All-Stars. These are the guys that uh, that make everything happen. And by the way, sorry again, guys. We've gotten so used to the live streams, I wasn't able to do it tonight. So that was kind of a bummer. But we'll do it next time. Um, anyways, big shout out to X Marks the Spot for Zintas, Jordan the Goat, Besserill, Ryan Perry the Legend, Baby Elliot Matson, Joshua Hansen the Danish Destroyer, and one Anton Warren, Ezekiel Ricebe, uh, J uh, the man from down under, JT Buckets Wardell, Austin R. Grant, Editor Extraordinaire, Eric C. The C stands for Champion, Donald Schooley, Schooling All of Us, DW to CB, Darren Williams to Carlos Boozer, Jorge Arrizaga, Mi Amigo de Abajo, Lee Christensen, Drive in the Lane, Justin Time, Justin Ty H. Patrick Akubo, the connoisseur, Robert Hall of Fame, and DW Jazz going all the way. Guys, if you haven't already, make sure you like and subscribe. And if you want to support the channel, hit join the channel and you can enjoy the live streams. I know we didn't do it tonight, but we will be next time. Also, a happy Thanksgiving. Everyone out there, be safe. Have an enjoyable Thanksgiving because you all deserve it. I appreciate all of you. You all are great. Thank you. I'll talk to you next time. Why did I say thank you? I, I don't know. It's Thanksgiving. We say give thanks.